Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. Crazy Asian here. Um, if you recall, Sherm speaking series here. Today, we're going to talk about career progression. Last week, we talked about the idea that you River City ransom your career. You, you accumulate different skills, different attributes, different levels of experience as you go throughout your career. What I wanted to focus on today was when you find yourself at a specific position, um, this is more pragmatic um, kind of logical advice when it comes to engaging with your manager or your leader. And what you want to be able to do is let her know or him that you are looking for opportunities to grow and other responsibility. Now, one of the things that you that I want to emphasize here is that as you look for more opportunities to be able to give of yourself, it's not going to come immediately immediately with an increase of pay or an increase of recognition. What you're going to find at first is you're going to be devoting some of your time and your talents um, to be able to offer yourself and then the promotion will come. Um, and so th what you want to be able to do is I would encourage anybody after you've been in your particular role, maybe after six months is letting that person know that you're what you're looking for that you're looking for that overseas assignment that you're looking for the next role in your um in kind of the promotion or you're looking to get into a different department to increase your different skills and so let that be known to your manager and if they are strong and they don't feel threatened and if they want to be able to help you win and you have a good leader then th then they will be um, a supporter of you to get you where you want to go. I'll have a different segment to actually talk about where, let's say you have a manager or a leader that's not strong, that would feel threatened, and kind of what your your expectation would be. So again, this person is a believer in you. They want to help you win. And so you want to be able to have an actual formal conversation with them where you say, hey, um, this is what I want to be able to do. This is what, this is, um, these are my thoughts. What's your What's your opinion? How can I get there? And then let them rattle off a bunch of different things uh, that they want. The, the expectation of them to you is, and then what you want to be able to do is, hey, what um, what can happen if I once I do that? And so you want to maybe schedule a follow up meeting with them, or if it's not that formal, then you can wait wait till you've accomplished the different tasks that they've given you, and then schedule that meeting and say okay, I've done that, well, now what's next? And then by being able to do that, you're able to then showcase to them that you are dedicated at getting the job done and you're a team player because they're going to give you some different tasks and responsibility that's more focused on helping the team win. And then as you focus on being able to do that, it's going to be able to put you in the right position. So um, it's kind of crazy, but you're basically going to say, this is what I want. And they're then going to respond and say, okay, this is how you need to get there. And then what you're going to do is you're going to call them on the carpet and say, hey, you told me you wanted me to accomplish this. I did, you know, A, B, C, D, and I want to be able to now get that promotion. And so if they say, well, I don't know, then you want to say, okay, what what more is required? And if they say time, then you might want to talk to a different manager, might want to go above their head. Um, you might necessarily um, might want to find an, an organization that believes in, hey, if you do certain things, then we're going to put you to that role. We're not waiting for time. Time is an arbitrary thing. I don't think it really exists. Sherm's out.
Crazy Asian here following up on the previous uh, segment. What if your manager blows? What if they suck? What if they're not a good leader? And that if you were to tell them that you want to be able to get promoted to a different role or to get into a different department to be able to increase your skill set, they would actually feel threatened by that. Uh, number one is I would really rethink whether I'm, should, I'm at the right organization or not. Uh, number one is do I have the right company culture? Because oftentimes people that get promoted to leadership roles, if they are weak, um, that means they might have gotten there by somebody else that's weak. And so I want to make sure that I'm at the right organization that has the right culture to promote within. And the, one, of the, one of the ways to be able to check that is how many people have gotten promoted that have been there since you've been there. And so just look at, do they have this tendency to promote within, or are they always looking at their competitors and bringing on that kind of talent? Because that is an organization that is steeped in finding grass is greener on the other side from an employee perspective. And so they don't actually see their talent as the right pool. And then number two, pretty good odds, then they don't have the right training mechanisms to be able to help their employees become phenomenal leaders and, and, and great managers and then eventual trainers to be able to keep the leadership going in the organization. So if if I'm at an organization where I as I look above, right, my manager, she's not very good, she's not very strong, the manager above her is not very strong, we have a serious issue on our hands where where the organization truly isn't going to help me get to where I want to go. And so it might behoove me to be able to find an organization that can help promote me or an organization that can get me to that leadership role. And so it might be a lateral move to the same organization, exactly the same role, but there's opportunity of upside um, of leadership. Or if let's say I put in the time and really my next career progression is a promotion where I have leadership and managerial responsibility, then the option then is to then start applying for those different roles. And so the interesting thing about it, I, I would tell anybody that's a leader or manager, is that remember you're promoting people that might not have leadership or management experience and your job is to teach them the why, the how, and the what. The what of their job description as a manager is the easy part, right? However, that probably takes up majority of leaders' time, maybe 70 or 80% of the time, which is probably the, the literally, literally the least important to focus in on. Um, the how is a little bit more important because then hopefully they can make decisions and delegate without you having to explain it to them in you know full detailed structure. The last one, of course, is that why. That is extremely critical. Your great leaders have the ability to inspire others and rally around a vision or a why or a purpose of the organization, and that keeps the company culture. So if you, again, you find yourself not at the right company, it's going to be imperative that you make a move. And I know that sucks to say because you like your people and blah, blah, blah. Look, if you don't, if you're not an organization that wants to promote from within, if you have a manager that's not going to help you win, then in reality, they're going to help you lose. And unfortunately for me and for you, we don't like to be on losing teams. So let's find an organization that's going to help us win. Now you might find, okay, this department's the one that sucks. I need to just get into a different department. Then again, 
um, I would then court if I so I, I if I feel like a manager sucks, then I'm going to go court the other manager in a different department and say, look, here's a situation. My manager blows. Well, maybe no, sorry, take that back. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, look, I want to get into your department. I want to know what I can do to be able to get over here. Now, the the problem is, is that they might say, well, you need to talk to your current leadership over at your department, and then they can authorize. Um, you know, an, an, uh, a, d- a department transfer that could be prob- problematic. However, what can be more powerful is saying, "Okay, I, I want to do that." Is there any way that you and I could approach that manager together and convince them that it's a good idea? I feel like they might say think that I'm threatening them or that I'm abandoning them because um, I've seen it in the past, and so I want to be able to avoid a situation like that. And so this new department, um, or the, the the new to you, this department head might be totally on game with that, and that two-person approach might really help you get to the next point. The other one is look for a successor, so that way you're not leaving that department high and dry when you decide to leave. Sherm's out. Love this manager idea. I, th- I always say there's three types of managers. You got your bad manager, your great manager, and your legendary manager. The bad manager, they might be in it for the pay. They may not be thinking about the other people. Your great manager, they're thinking about the people. They're thinking about the pay. They're thinking about what we could do to build the company better. The legendary manager is a legend. Thinks about people, thinks about what to do for the company, thinks about how the company can progress, thinks about where, you know, Alliances need to be made down the road and help progress the future of the company. And of course, when you're a legendary manager, you're already getting up to the point where pay don't matter for you. It's all about the company. It's all about the us, us mentality. We're tying it back into Monday to Tuesday. Manager City, KT out. KT, Anchor Nation, what's up? Crazy Asian here. I appreciate your thoughts on uh, good manager, great manager, legendary manager. Um, Jim Collins, I think I alluded to this before, that he wrote a great book called uh, Good to Great, and in there he calls calls it a level five leader. Um, Simon Sinek calls it a servant leader um, from his book, Leaders Eat Last. And I, I think a lot of us have this concept of what we think leadership really should be and who really can embody um, all of those attributes. And one thing just to be able to know is that leadership truly is a skill. Some people have some natural leadership capabilities and skill sets. However, it's truly developed over time and Unfortunately, your best leaders have moments of good and bad and unfortunately have great employees and terrible employees and have everybody in between as well. And so your leadership skills are truly tested when you need to train up individuals. Sometimes I I hear of companies and uh, leaders and managers that have kind of this uh, fire mentality instead of uh, looking at opportunities to truly develop that individual, they almost have this knee-jerk reaction of purely firing. Now, I'm a big, uh, big proponent to um, hire slowly and fire quickly, 
However, I want to identify that this individual doesn't have some specific skills and attributes that I want to have on the team and is just in the wrong position. So for example, if someone's very analytical and enjoys the number crunching, but they're on the sales team, I want to immediately put that person more into the analytics, the, the operation side of the business because their skill set's not being fully utilized in a sales capacity. Um, so that's that's kind of an example of where you have the right people on this bus but they're not right in the right seats and so it's going to be a heck of a lot easier to train and develop employees if they have a desire to be a part of the team number one and number two have some specific skills that are valuable now if they they don't have the right buy-in on the culture and they don't have any skills or they just don't like the organization and are kind of like a cancer because they kind of poo-poo on various ideas and the overall direction of the organization then that was a bad hire and you need to cut your cut your losses that's really on you and you want to reevaluate your process of bringing on talent and promoting talent. So as you think about the different leaders that exist in an organization, it's okay if they're like at a level three, the organization should focus then on how do we get all of our leaders from whatever level that they're at to that next level and how do we get anyone that's not in a managerial or a leadership role to that next level. And if someone is exemplifying leadership skills, what are we doing to be able to make sure that they don't get poached by other organizations? Sure, so. Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, segment by the call center boss. Um, when it comes to career progression, it is critical to stay on your own game and to stay focused on what you're trying to build, right? So whatever it is that you want to pursue, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's becoming the next CEO, whether it's becoming a manager, whether it's uh, you know being a jack of all trades within your organization and being in different departments and understanding uh, just how everything functions in the in your organization, it's 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 what you want. And so you want to make sure that you aren't deterred by the no or you aren't uh, set back by things not necessarily going in the in the timeline or the fashion that you want it to. And so this call center boss, his uh, thoughts today on career progression in Sherm speaking series is extremely, extremely valuable. And one thing that I would encourage anybody that's pursuing to be the best version of themselves, always look to be in the top 20 or the top 10 or the top 1%. Look to be in the top percentage of the organization at which you belong. And in that way, you're going to be able to see things and experience things in a much better light. Where if you're in the bottom 10%, that's the person that basically checks in, checks out. They don't really have a desire to, to move forward in any kind of fashion that's meaningful for them or the organization. And so in a sense, they're working so they don't get fired and the organization is basically paying them enough so they don't quit. And that is just not a very motivating way to be able to engage for 40 hours a week plus um, at your at your current career or, or job. Another thing that I would say is we live in the era of the side hustle. That's exactly what the 2010s are going to be described as. You have people all of a sudden driving because they have a driver's license, doing it for Lyft, doing it for Uber. You have people that have a house that decide, hey, I'm leaving and I want to rent out this house or this apartment to other people. Uh, I hear of people actually buying cars where they're renting out the car on the weekend for people to drive. And you know, obviously the eBay um, obviously has the ability to sell stuff or flip things. And so we live in this, uh, in this 
era where we have a desire to be able to, to, to want more when it comes to our finances. At the same time, we have the opportunity then to be able to start dictating the life that we want from a career perspective. Uh, because somebody that says, hey, it's kind of a hobby of mine to, to buy you know, antiques and then sell them on eBay or sell them on, on Amazon or Facebook Marketplace. And then all of a sudden they say, you know what, what if I could do this as a full-time basis? If let's say I make 10 bucks an hour and I work 2,000 hours for the year, that's $20,000. Can I basically duplicate that income? Well, let's say in the first year I got 5,000. Well, the next year I can do eight. Maybe then the third, you know what I mean? Like maybe in five years I can get to a point where I literally leave that hourly wage and now I'm pulling an income that I want to. And so I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's really on us to be able to identify what kind of persistency is needed, going back to the call center bosses, what kind of persistency is needed to get to where we want to go. And the greater the aspiration, the greater the persistency, right? So if I want to be the CEO of Nike, there's a ton of people that I got to jump over to get there. And if you look at it, it literally is from a, from a quantity of people perspective, from CEO, president, all the way down, it's, it's a pyramid. There's a ton of hourly associates. There's a ton of you know, salaried positions, um, you know, entry level. And then there's your fewer managers. There's even fewer VPs. There's even fewer, uh, there's only one CEO. And so the timing's got to be right in order for me to get to the top of that pyramid, so to speak. And so it's, it becomes a game of persistence. How long can you stay in the game? How bad do you really want it? The, the, the more that you want it, the better. You want to have that will to win. Sherm's out. Crazy Asian here, everybody. Uh, gonna read to you the will to win poem. I just love this. I know I did it a, a few weeks ago. Let's just do it again. Here we go. The will to win. If you want to think bad enough to go out and fight for it, work day and night for it, give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if only the desire of it makes you quite mad enough never to tire of it, makes you hold all things other things tawdry and cheap for it. If life seems all empty and useless without it, and all you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, lose all your terror of God or man for it, if you'll simply go after the thing that you want with all your capacity, strength, and sagacity, faith, hope, and confidence, stern pernacity, if neither cold, poverty, famish, or in gaunt, nor sickness, nor pain of body or brain can turn you away from the thing that you want. If dogged and grim, you besiege and beset it, you'll get it. That is what I hope each of you find in your life, that that's what you are pursuing, or that's to be the best parent ever, or that's to be the, the greatest employee that ever lived, or create the, the greatest legacy in, in coaching or personal development. Whatever it is that you're pursuing in life, Pursue with that kind of will to win. Let's get it. You can get it. Let's stay focused. Sherm's out. Hey there, everybody. Crazy Asian here. In case you missed my interview with KT, decided to publish again. Enjoy. Sherm's out. Hello there. Crazy Asian here, everybody. Just wanted to re-echo what... Um, if anyone wants to be interviewed, uh, KT, the Incarnation, is doing some great stuff, uh, wonderful promotion, and being able to get uh, your, your voice heard and your story. So really enjoyed it. So thanks again, KT. And everybody, reach out to KT at the Incarnation and get yourself heard. Sherm's out.